Welcome to Here If You Need. Round 14 has already been played and unfortunately for the Vixens, it didn't go their way. And unfortunately for me today, Clint Stanaway isn't joining me. He's gone on holidays. I think he's uh, Palm Cove. Very slack for him not joining us this week. However, I've got another co-host and you might know her, the captain of the Vixens, Kate Maloney. Hey Bianca, thanks for having me. You're back for your second potty. I am. I'm very excited to be invited back and I think Emily Mannix was a little bit jealous that I got called up uh, to be co-host today and it wasn't her. Have you been doing your preparation? I have. I've you been can't just rock for up. days. Yeah. Okay, that's good. I'm ready to go. Before we get into talking about the game that happened on the weekend and the game that's about to come, let's introduce our special guest, the goal shooter. I think the crowd favourite from what I can tell. Very much so. Welcome, <laughs> Wycombe Wenda, otherwise known as MJ. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks so much, Bianca, for having me. Now, MJ, did Bianca pronounce your name properly Ooh, then? Did I? Yes. Wycombe Wenda? Yes. Is that right? Good work, Bianca. Yes, I'm impressed. Yeah. I've been doing my preparation, <laughs> Kate. <laughs> Have you been listening to the podcast, MJ? Yeah, I've been, yeah. Who's been your favourite one so far? Uh, Emily Mannix. Oh, Emily yeah. Mannix. See, she often gets the rap for being the funny one. <laughs> she is. She is very funny. But what do you reckon, MJ? You might get the most listens today. Yeah. Yours is going to be the best one. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we go any further, and I know it probably hurts a little bit, but let's talk about the game against the Magpies on the weekend. How are you feeling after that game? Yeah, it was a tough game for us, but we just take everything away. Now we are looking forward for the next Sunday. The, that's the best thing about it, isn't it? That you get the opportunity to play them again. And what what do you take out of the game, Kate? Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. I can't believe that the season's over and the exciting times that we're heading into finals. And I think you can get some positives and some negatives from playing a team back-to-back. Um, we didn't know if it was going to be Collingwood or Giants that we'd be playing this week. And uh, they had a great game on the weekend defensively. They were really, really strong all the Jeeva way down the mentor. court. Jeeva had a How really good game. How she plays the way she does. And Nat Medhurst. Yep. I mean, I'm not saying that they're old, but they're old. And they still continue to Could you perform. make a comeback, no by the chance. way, they went on the weekend? I, do, I know Jeeva's knees were struggling as bad as mine were when I retired. <laughs> and she's still going. She's amazing. No, she did an absolutely amazing job. And... Um, we'll have to have a look at the footage really closely and make sure that we do learn a lot from the game. And the great thing is we've got a quick turnaround and we get to play them again and hopefully uh, turn the tables this weekend. One of the fascinating things watching the game was, you know, they needed the bonus points. And was it something that you were both conscious of, how many bonus points they were winning throughout the game? No, to be perfectly honest, <laughs> we didn't mind. Like, either way, our goal going out into that game was we wanted to win the game. We wanted to be putting ourselves in the best preparation possibly for finals. And um, unfortunately for us, we didn't play the way that we wanted to. And Collingwood played like they, you know, had absolutely everything to lose. They came out and set the intensity from the start. And that's what we're going to have to do this weekend. Did you, do you like the bonus point system, MJ? Yeah, I like it because everyone is just working hard for each quarter. Yeah, it's good. I just love it. Yeah, it does. It makes it exciting, doesn't and it? And MJ is the most competitive person <laughs> that I have ever met. So she is, doesn't matter what quarter it is, she is ripping in every ball. And so I think the bonus point system suits you, MJ. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> good. So you get a bit more glory in the game. It's not just about the win. It's every single quarter you get to have the win as well. Let's take it way back because I know you've got a really fascinating story and I'm sure all the Vixens fans out there want to hear. Can you take us back to when you were in Malawi and how you started playing netball? Um, I, I started playing netball when I was 11 years old. 
and I grew up in the village, so I used to walk like two hours to where I pray my neighbor, and I've never paid, I've never prayed. Use that ball, the one we use nowadays. Yeah, okay, yeah, so not the leather like Gilbert netballs no, now. No, Gilbert, we did not have Gilbert <laughs> netball. <no? laughs> and I used to play with like we ma- we make our ball like um, from plastic plastic bags and melt it by fire. Oh so wow! How we make it, yeah. And we use the goalpost was different. We use from the trees. Yeah. Something like we make a ring from the tire. Yeah, and I've never wear shoes since that. Yeah, like oh. now. Yeah. See, they I was living. How yeah, tough um, are they that they go out there and play like that? Yeah. And, and we're in, so precious. We are so, and I think for me, when MJ comes and plays, and MJ played in her 50th game last year, and to see what it meant to MJ, and, you know, playing 50 games is such a big deal, but from where a player like MJ and, you know, there's Peace who plays for Sunshine Coast from Uganda, these girls, where they've come from, like it actually gives me just like tingles because mm. it really like we don't understand how big of a deal that actually is. And so MJ went from having no shoes, playing with a ball that was plastic, um, you know, walking to a netball court two hours away, and now she's playing with the Melbourne Vixens in Melbourne. It's just absolutely incredible. Yeah, it sure is. So when you're playing there as a youngster, you, you don't get to see netball on TV. You don't see anything what's going on over here in Australia. Do you? No, I haven't like seen anything like when I was young. Like you know, when you're growing up without TV, you know, in the village, it's hard to see things like that. So yeah, I didn't know that there's like big god like this. Yeah. Now and she's the superstar. You're on billboards, <laughs> aren't you, over there, MJ? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like enough when I was playing for my country, Malawi, under twenty one in. 2009. Yeah. I used to play with Tegan and some of the girls from like Shani. Yes. United. Yeah, we used to play in Cook Island. So I just need to thank this this lady, Maxine Wopa, the one who spotted me there. Yeah. Without her, I couldn't be here in Australia. You know? So it was I, that was the World Youth Cup? Yeah, that, that was, was the in, World Youth Cup. In yeah, Cook Islands? In Cook Islands. And so Maxine saw you over there and decided yeah. to then try and get you to Melbourne to play in the VNL. Yeah, to VNL to play for Waves team. Yeah, yeah down in down the down Peninsula in Waves. Yeah. yeah. Without her, I couldn't see this beautiful life, like you know, this beautiful city, Melbourne. Yeah. So I just need to thank her. So what do you do when someone like Maxine comes up to you and says, "I want you to move to Melbourne"? That must be a hard thing to do. Yeah, that was hard because I couldn't because I couldn't. Uh, yeah, that was hard for me because I couldn't find anyone who can help there in Malawi to come over here. Yeah. And because, like, I have one of my cousins, she's the one who helped me a lot to come over here. Because, you know, when you don't have, like, phone, you don't have anything, yeah. you don't know that there's, like, something you can do, you know? Because I used to travel with the team, so I didn't know how can I get to Australia, you know? Hard, it's, everything's, like, hard. life was hard for me, you know? Like, language was hard for me to speak, yeah. like, um... Yeah, food, weather different, you know, like it's just something new. Like <laughs> life was hard for me. So, but I met, but I met good people and they helped me a lot to come this far. And I grew up down the peninsula as well. So I know Maxine quite well because she helped me in my underage yeah. state teens when I was starting my netball career. Yeah, she used to talk about you. She was like, Bianca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so how many years were you playing for peninsula before... The Vixens. Oh, before you were playing for um, Tactics as well, weren't you? You got the yeah, call up. Yeah, I played up. for Peninsula for three years, but my dream team was playing. My dream team was to play for Vixens because I used to watch you guys, like you, like Tegan. I was yeah. like, Oh, one day. Sometimes when I 
Tegan was passing to me and I'm going to, to, to play my game on Wednesday. I'm like, how can I speak to her? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> yeah. adorable. Yeah, but I used like, I was like, ah, one day, you know, I just need to wake up. One day, maybe I'll be playing for this court. Maybe I'll play for Vixens, but yeah. And I get to play for tactics for three years. So that was a good achievement also for me. And coming back to play for Vixens, my dream team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And so the first time you got the call up for the Vixens, did Simone give you a call and ask you to come in? and Or is it because you were playing with Fury and she got to see you there? Uh, because um, Simone talked to one of the people who helped me also, like when I was in New Zealand. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, I was, I'm so excited, but I just keep it secret. Yeah. You know, I couldn't <laughs> say anything. Yeah, but I was excited. I was very excited. I was like, oh, when I get this opportunity, I just need to do everything I can. How different is training with the Vixens compared to training with Malawi? Oh, for Vixens, it's very hard. <laughs> I know. Simone's tough. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's very hard. And for Malawi, you know, it's different. When you just go to the court, we can just do like some learning. We don't do much. While we're here, it's like more professional. Like everything. Like you need to be organized. So, yeah, I'm just lucky to be part of this family. And I'm so, I'm feeling proud. How do you cope with the cold weather in Melbourne? We're just getting out of winter, which is nice. I think we're finally getting some nicer weather. But how do you cope with the cold? Oh, it's hard. It's still hard, but uh, I just need to have more jumper. <laughs> MJ, you're much better than your roommate, though, KD. She yeah. struggles a lot more than I you. I know, she struggles a lot. That but... heater in your house, I think he's on all day. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes don't turn heater, but it just, yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. So we've heard actually a few times when Katie-Anne and Ina Marie have been on the podcast, they talk about your house, that you all live together. Yeah. Uh, what's it like? How many years have you all lived together now? I've been living together with Katie for two years. Yep. Ina Marie, she's just new yeah, for this year. So. Who's the messiest? <laughs> um, oh, that's hard. Uh, everyone kind of clean. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Surely, yeah. surely you've got some goss on who the mess is. Who has the messiest room? No, but I, I don't they know. They would it's KD. <laughs> KD said she spends the most time in the bathroom. In the shower. Um, uh, you know, maybe a KD. A KD but <laughs> we actually had a question off Instagram, and I think you're the perfect person to answer this. And that was, who is the best dancer in the team? Oh. Kate Maloney. No. No <laughs> rhythm, Kate Maloney. Joe, Joe Weston. Joe, Joe Weston is the best yeah. dancer. Yeah. See, I often see on Instagram yourself, yeah, MJ's Katie, dancing away. I think the two of you would have more rhythm than any other I've been girls. asking MJ for some dance lessons. For... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But she won't. Although I've said I need to practice for her wedding. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> planning this wedding. Hey, MJ, can I ask you a question? Yes. One story that I absolutely love that is just extremely unbelievable as well. But how did, when you first moved to Melbourne, how did your mum, how did you chat to your family back at home? Because your mum had to transport a long way to be able to get to a phone, didn't she? Because you have no phones. Yeah, my mum used to walk like uh, you know, four hours. Oh, wow. So I used to call my mum like, once per month. Yeah. Yeah, so that was hard. And so she would walk four hours yeah, to a phone to then be able to talk to you. Yeah. And I just also need to thank this netball because I built my mom's house 
flu Ned Bowen. My mom is now living close to the city, so that's good. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah. And that's what I think we all forget, that we, you know, yeah. we get so caught up in watching the games. We forget how many sacrifices people make to actually play at this top level. Maloney, I want to ask you, what's it like having MJ in the team? Has, um, has it been different for you to have, I think, you're one of the teams that does have quite a few imports. Has it been different having extra imports in and what's it like and what kind of extra kind of do they add to the side? Yeah, 100%. I think um, it was three years ago when we got MJ and KD both at the same time and we hadn't really had imports before that. Jeeva had been with us, but she lived in Melbourne for a long time and sort of had built a life in Melbourne. So when we when MJ and KD came across, I think what they add to your team is just... And I speak to a lot of girls from other teams that don't have it, but it is just how grateful they are for the mm. opportunity. And I think sometimes we can take it for granted, but you see these girls who have travelled so far and how hard that they'll work for this opportunity. And our we changed a lot within our, um, I suppose, our culture at the Vixens to make sure. So um, we have a whole culture of, uh, I suppose, our values that we build up. And one of them we changed to family because for us, we became their family. They didn't mm. have family in Melbourne and that was really big for us. We wanted to be their family here and the way that you go out of, you do, you go out of your way for family and we do hopefully do whatever we could to help these girls. And so when they came into our environment, um, yeah, I suppose lots of things did change, but they changed for the better because you see how hard they work and how they'll do anything for this team. And um, yeah, I think we're extremely lucky to have uh, MJ, KD and Inna Marie as well. And you also, didn't you have a bit of a transport roster between <laughs> all the girls? That, would the girls come and pick you up in their car and take you to training and drop you back home? Yeah, they used like, to do that, yeah. So now I'm driving. Oh, are you driving now? She drives now. Yes. So, so you're the one that drives out of your household. Do you drive all the other girls? Uh Ina Marie also drives. Oh, she's also, yeah, that makes it a bit easier. Kid, you know, how to drive. How's oh. KD in the car? Uh, I haven't yet, but I just need to ask Becky if I can do my license. Oh. <laughs> Are you using your blinker yet? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> um, I want to ask you, MJ, about your knee, and I know you've probably spoken a lot about it, but how's the last 12 months been? Because it's not an easy thing to go through a reconstruction and then go through all the rehab to finally get back on court, but must feel great being back out there. Yeah, it's great to be back in the court and it's very hard. I find it very hard for like these 12 months. But, uh, you know, I've got the whole support from my Vixen's family and here my beautiful sisters, you know, so that's good for me. And, yeah, it has been hard because it has been hard and I've never been injured since I started my netball career. So this is my first injury. And so we have like good, good people who has helping us like Stevie and John and Gerard and, you know, my beautiful sisters in the gym yeah. <laughs> and Coach Simone was there. So we are very lucky and it's just amazing support from Vixens. I just need to thank them. I don't know how to thank them. Oh, well, I think you do. <laughs> and I think you're getting out on court and yes. showing everyone. And did everyone, was everyone chanting your name when you went out on court, MJ, for the first time? <laughs> I think they might. I've have been. never seen a crowd so excited yeah. that, and all your sisters so excited the minute <laughs> you walked out there onto court and played that last bit of that last quarter. It must have felt pretty amazing. Yeah, I was just proud of like myself, like getting back in the court after twelve months, and all the fans. I was like so nervous. I was like, how can I do this? This is so hard for me. <laughs> I think seeing how hard MJ worked in that twelve months, and everyone that 
goes through a long-term injury, but how hard she worked to get back out on court. When you see someone that's done that and get back out, you just, yeah, you're so excited for them. And I think the crowd, the reception you got oh, from the crowd was absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, I want to cry. This is, so, this is hard. How Are you can crying I now, MJ? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, what, um, even when you have, like, people like Tege, it's a good example for you. When, you know, you see them, like, playing, I was like, oh, yeah, I will be like... Uh, I want to be the best. I just need to work hard. Yeah. MJ, had you ever been to hospital before? No, that was my first time. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've never been in the hospital. So never been to hospital, never had no. surgery? No, when you are just going to the hospital, sometimes maybe just go to test your blood and, you know, like your chest x-ray, like everything, like when we are coming over here to Australia to get visa. But I've never done in the hospital and that was like my first experience. I was like, oh. <laughs> I went hard. in and visited MJ yeah, when she came out of surgery. <laughs> Lizzie and I went in. I think Joey was there as well. <laughs> so she had, I suppose, a few drugs from the surgery that she'd been in <laughs> and she started playing netball in her bed straight away. Really? <laughs> Throwing and catching? She's, throw it to me, I'll jump. I'm like, <laughs> straight away. And the hard thing, because when I did my knee, I was like, my first question was, I was asking Simone, like, am I playing netball again? <laughs> and he said, oh, yes, you'll be playing again when you really work hard. So I was like, oh. But it was, I think for MJ too, it was the understanding. Like, we see it a lot in netball, and we have a lot of girls that go through ACL injuries all through our career, but in Malawi, they don't even know what an ACL injury is. So actually the understanding of it all and how long it was going to take and what an actual ACL injury was, I think that was one of the first stages for MJ um, in terms of her injury as well, which made it so hard. And and it feels good now? You feel confident when you get out there on court? Yeah, I feel very strong because I've never worked hard then. You've built up all of those muscles around it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm I'm lifting heavy weights now (laughs) than before. Oh my God. (laughs) When I was talking to Steve. You're getting big, MJ. Yeah, when I was talking to Steve, my one of my Yes, Steve Hawkins. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Brother, I'm lifting heavy weights now (laughs) than before. Can you do more chin ups than Kate? we have a do that, like we can do it competition, you know. Mm. So oh, maybe all right. we need to do it next week. All right, oh, we'll do it. Yeah. Chin-up competition. Maybe <laughs> we'll film it for the podcast. Let's film that. I wish we could show them your weight space as well, because MJ does some of the best try faces in the gym. Really? <laughs> but again, Just, the podcast is not going to quite. No, see I that. mean, it's, no. we don't have a lot of footage no. going on with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the game coming up. The first final that Vixens are playing in against the Magpies. We know it's at the State Netball Centre, but I think as much as we wish it was in a bigger stadium so all of the fans could get there, I think the exciting part about that, it's it's your home court. It's where you train and do all of your court work every single week. Yeah, 100%. We're extremely excited to get there. You know, really disappointing that we can't get more of our Melbourne Vixens fans there. But from, I suppose, the point of view of us is that we do train there every week, a couple of times a week at... It is really a home for us, and so we're excited to get there, and it's going to be a great atmosphere. It's a small stadium. It's going to be nice and loud, and, um, yeah, we'll play anywhere. We can't wait to play these Magpies again. <laughs> and it's do or die for both teams. What is it like coming up against a defender like Jeeva Mentor? Uh, when I'm playing like against like Jeeva, like, sometimes it's not good to see the names. Sometimes just go and do action there. Just play your just game. Just play your game and do action there. Yeah. Like, just play as a team. How do you concentrate on that? Like, I remember when I played on you and you were playing for Fury and you came in and played a practice match against me and 
you were like, I can't believe you're holding on to me. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I actually felt really guilty. <laughs> oh, Bianca, you did not. You did held on to everyone. Do you yeah, remember she that? She was sneaky, yeah, wasn't she, MJ? when I pray for tactics, you were like, oh, I'm like, what God, God defense are right. holding my time? Because MJ, we now get the opportunity to hit back on the host of this podcast. What were some of Bianca's dirty tactics out on the court when you had to play against her? Oh, I got touching my time and like pushing me. I'm like, no. <laughs> When some, sometimes I'm like, Mega D, you do something like the way Bianca does. You heard it first here on the podcast, yes, everyone. That's right. Bianca you keep Chapman. telling Emily Mannix that. She can do what I... As long as you get away with it, it's okay, isn't it? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Don't let Jeeva get away with any of that, though. I know she's got it in her, too. Uh, all right, looking forward to this week. So if members don't have tickets already, and I think the general public tickets go on sale tomorrow, am I right? Or today, actually. So if you want to be there at the game, the capacity crowd is about 3,000 people, so there's not many tickets available, but there are still some there, so please jump on Ticket Tech to grab those tickets. How are we going to win it, Kate? Uh, well, look, we've had a really – I don't want to give too much away. No, we have had Just give a me big some look confidence. at the game from the weekend and – uh, yeah, we'll make a couple of tweaks and we're going to come out with absolutely nothing to lose and it's going to be a really tough game. But we have the confidence and the belief that we can get it done and uh, MJ's ready to go, aren't you, MJ? Yeah, always ready. Always, <laughs> always ready. ready. She's always ready. <laughs> All right, I've got a few questions for you and these are some of the questions that people have asked from Instagram. The first one is um, from C. Stanaway, and this is for you, Kate. Stanaway. I, I believe so. Um, are you disappointed your regular co-host chose Palm Cove over you? Clint Stanaway. So he's away, but he's still able to make some contact with the podcast. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, he does go on regular holidays. We're starting to see. He does go on a lot see. of holidays. Um, <laughs> I think you'd be excited, Bianca, to have me in as co-host, and we'll give Clint a bit of a break this week. Well, I mean, if you're good enough, you and might then take his if job. If we win this weekend, surely it's a good omen for us. We won't have him. Yeah. We won't have him back next week. Got another one for you from Annika Jess. What does it mean to be captain? What does it mean to be captain? Um, that's a really good question. I suppose I absolutely love the Melbourne Vixens. I grew up as a young kid um, dreaming of playing for the Vixens and never did I think that I'd ever captain. And I don't think, Bianca, when I first started, you would even have thought that. But, um, yeah, I suppose for me it's an absolute honour. It's a club that I've worked extremely hard with for such a long time and it's become like a second family to me. Seven years now with the Vixens and to be able to go out and um, lead the girls out on court but to go out and represent our club and our supporters as well is really special for me. We saw you do recently a Sounds of the Game for Channel 9. Mm, remind me. And where you were mic'd up for <laughs> yeah. the whole game. Where does the mic pack sit? Was it uncomfortable to have it on you the whole it game? It was actually really – it was much bigger than I thought. Yeah. Where, um, where was it? Was it on so your you back? So you had to wear like a second bra and within that had a big microphone and yeah, I don't even know how it worked. But Were you conscious during the game? Did you listen to it, MJ, when Kate was mic'd up during the game and hearing her? Yeah. What? Yeah, I like it because I just like Kate's Kate voice, you know. He brings, like, more belief for the team. Yeah, very motivational. Yes. yes. Yeah, to be honest, um, I probably talk too much and probably forgot that when you're out there and you're playing, you don't even you don't even think about it. Um, 
but yeah, some of the stuff that I got back was embarrassing and uh, the girls are still getting into me for some of the content that was on it. So Why? I the mine, 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 mine. MJ's my biggest supporter with the it. voice. Right. But that's because she's nice. MJ's nice and loud out on court too, aren't you, MJ? Yeah, I can talk in the court, but sometimes when I'm outside, it's hard for me to talk. But when I'm in the court, I just wanted to encourage the girls. What do yes. you say when you do this, MJ? Come on, Vixens! <laughs> <laughs> and the arms are waving. We love it. See, it lifts the team. Everyone likes a bit of voice out there. I think it's one of the best things that we've done all season with the commentary is have the sounds of the game because yeah. hearing yourself and I thought Laura Langman thought Laura was one Langman's of my... was really good. <laughs> that was hilarious yeah. just to see. I mean... I don't know how both of you do it at centre, running up and down, but still being able to give everyone feedback. And like, if that was me, I might struggle save a bit of energy. Ahead. Maybe that's actually good Ooh. advice from you, Bianca. If I talk a little less, I might have a little bit more energy out on court. But it's something that become <laughs> it's actually more natural for me to talk than not to talk. Just to get it out of your system. Just get it out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's time to leave it here today, but to get excited for what's to come, and that's the semi-final on Exciting Sunday times against ahead. the Magpie. I back you both in. I think it's going to be a great game and I think you've probably learnt a lot from what happened last weekend and I cannot wait to see what you both do this weekend coming. Thanks so much for joining us, MJ. Thanks so much for having me. You were awesome. And thanks, Maloney. I mean, we'll uh, We'll see how we go with feedback and see how you go for co-host again. That's here if you need for another week. We will be back again after the semi-final.